Welcome to Mastering Your Financial Life, hosted by Judy Heft, the founder and CEO of Judith Heft and Associates Financial and Lifestyle Concierge. This year, they're celebrating 26 years in business. In every episode, Judy interviews professionals who help others successfully manage their financial lives. You can find this show on YouTube, LinkedIn, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. Judy is the author of two books, How to Be Smart, Successful, and Organized with Your Money, For a Better Today and Tomorrow, and her latest book, Mastering Your Financial Life Cycles, How to Successfully Manage Money in Every Decade of Life. You can read chapters of her books and catch prior episodes of this show at www.judithheft.com. Now here's the host of Mastering Your Financial Life, Judy Heft. Hi, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to Mastering Your Financial Life. And today, this is our 25th episode. And I'm really thrilled to introduce you to my good friend, Arlene Newman. Arlene is the president and founder of Career Bound Success. She's uh, a former president of the New York SHRM, the Society of Human Resource Managers. She worked there for a long time. So she's got a great background and she's really very knowledgeable in writing resumes and LinkedIn and helping her clients present themselves properly and how to get a job. She works with clients in all walks of life. She works with emerging professionals. She works with people that are contemplating retirement and want to do something else. She's worked with people that have been downsized. She's all over the place helping anybody who's looking for a job put their best foot forward. So thank you, Arlene. I'm really thrilled to have you here with me today. Thank you, Judy. I'm excited to be doing this interview with you. Yeah, I'm excited too. So tell us, like, what's your, I talked a little bit about your background because, you know, I know that you were the president of SHRM, but, you know, like what inspired you to go out on your own and start Career Bound Success? I thought about what I loved in terms of human resources. So my background was the head of human resources in various industries. And what I loved most was actually where I started, and that was with recruiting, also known as talent acquisition. And I had wanted to go out on my own for a number of years. And in order to become more active as president of New York City SHRM, which is um, an organization we had um, we have nearly 2,000 members, and it's part of a very large international group of 300,000 members and 600 chapters. I wanted to do that. I also wanted to be an adjunct professor, and so I was able to do both by going out on my own. So I thought what I loved most about human resources, and it was the talent acquisition part. Well, that's great, Arlene. I know that you're a speaker, too. You do a lot of webinars and seminars and help people, and I'm... Uh thinking that probably your background of being involved in SHRM really got you settled, you know, headed in that right direction. So what kind of seminars and webinars do you present? Well, I do a lot of presenting to alumni groups, uh, NYU, Columbia, Wharton. I present at law firms at uh, the New York City Bar Association, at HR groups. So it's a whole variety of people being in the audience. In fact, on January 12th, I have a webinar coming up for NYU on creating your 2023 career plan. So it's all about career strategies. The first time I did a webinar for NYU, we had 295 people 
on that webinar. And the topic was creating your winning resume. So it's on resumes, it's on LinkedIn, it's on all kinds of strategies, it's on personal branding, finding um, opportunities in the hidden job market. So it's, it's a whole variety. And I well, very much enjoyed doing them. That's great. I bet you do a great job at them because you are so knowledgeable. So what if someone's like, you know, 40, 50 years old and they're kind of burnt out on their current career and they want to change, you know, how do you help them? Okay, that, that happens a lot. And it happens for various reasons that I'm working with people in their 40s, 50s, and even 60s. Sometimes the change is up to them that, yes, they are burnt out and they want to make a change. Other times, they may have a very senior role and a new CEO comes in and he or she wants their own team. So they may be really out of work at, at that point when, when they see me or being proactive, thinking that that may happen, that they may lose their, their job. So first thing I do with all of my clients is I ask a lot of questions in that first session. I want to know their, what they really enjoy doing, what professionally and personally, what they're passionate about, what are their values, their priorities, how do they see life and work gelling together? Really, where do they want to be in terms of the short term and, and the long term in terms of their goals? So I ask lots of questions in the beginning. And then once we, once I can help them determine really what direction they want to go in, I target the resume in that direction. Let me talk for just a, a minute or two about the resume. Because of my HR background and the fact that I've hired hundreds of talented employees over the course of my corporate career, I know firsthand what hiring managers are looking for in successful candidates. And I also know that a hiring manager or someone in HR is only spending, on average, seven seconds scanning that resume, unless you can capture their, their interest at the top of the resume. And the way that I do that is with a two to three line profile. But what differentiates my resumes from most everyone else is that there are three vertical columns, each with, this is under areas of expertise, so this comes right after the profile, with five areas of expertise in each column. So when someone takes a look at that resume, it's like, wow. Here are 15 of your core competencies. You engage the reader, and the reader is much more likely to read each and every bullet. Well, so. That's really helpful. That's shocking to me that I guess I can you know, identify with that as only spending seven minutes on looking at someone's resume. <laughs> seven seconds. <laughs> seven seconds, I mean. Yes, that's a big difference between seven seconds a minute. Yeah, because I do look at a lot of resumes because we always feel like we're hiring new bookkeepers here, and it's just interesting that sometimes – you just don't even want to bother. When you look at them, they just don't look professional enough. And it's like, I skim it. We want to see what the skills are. But it's definitely in the presentation. That's so great that you're helping people do that. Love that. So once that's done, then we look at their LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. And uh, if somebody's been in a job for a while, they may not have paid much attention to their LinkedIn profile, or they may not even have one. And HR people, when they are looking at a resume and it's of interest, next thing they do is they go to LinkedIn 
and they want to make sure the same information is on there in terms of, of the jobs and the dates, and that you have connections, that, that you are somebody who is active on social media. And then after that is personal branding, you know, that elevator pitch. How are you going to succinctly tell someone what it is you're looking for and what you can offer? And then and that's hard to do on paper, though, right? Are you saying you should have that on paper? Because it's easier, of course, to talk when you're in person or, you know, even on a Zoom to get that energy across. Right. So the, the paper part of it is the resume. Yeah. And the social media part, of course, is LinkedIn. But I, I also need to prepare all of my clients for when they're going to have uh, informational meetings which is all part of networking, mm-hmm. and how they're going to get the most out of it and how they're going to answer the key question that almost everybody asks right off the bat, which is, tell me about yourself. So all of that is what I'm doing in terms of preparing my clients. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. So, yeah, I've interviewed some people and I've asked them. That's the first question I always ask. I didn't know that that was what everybody else was doing. <laughs> But another question I ask is, what do you know about my company? And sometimes they don't know anything or they know the wrong things. And to me, that's a big turnoff. So do you help your, you know, when they're specifically applying for a certain job, what advice do you give them or what suggestions do you give them? They need to do a deep dive into that company or that, that organization. And what I mean by that is they need to know everything about the products who, who are the competitors, how long they've been in business, who is, who is in senior leadership, really get to know the culture of that organization. And very often the mission statement is right there on the website. And then another question that you just brought up, which is so key, is you know, not only why do you want to work for the organization, why do you want to do this job? Mm. You know, you need to show that you're passionate about the work that you are applying for in addition to having the company align with your values. That's also key. Absolutely. Yeah, that's so important. The culture piece is really important when we're looking for people. So this is helpful. So let's take a little break here, a little commercial break, and then we'll come back and we'll talk some more, Arlene. Thank you. Great. Hey there. I just want to tell you a little bit about my new book that just came out called Mastering Your Financial Life Cycles. And here it is. It's how to successfully manage your money in every decade of life. I co-authored this with my CFO, Liz Levy. And together we created this manual that's going to help you through every stage of life. We talk about having a baby. We talk about young adulthood, pre-retirement, what to do when you're At that age of retirement, if you're contemplating divorce, do you need an estate plan? We cover all of these, each subject in a different chapter. And I really think that you're going to find this so helpful because at the end of every chapter, they have checklists that you can look at and you can use and they can be a guide for you. So this is a wonderful manual that we've created. It's available on Amazon. You can also find it on our website at judithf.com slash book. And we're here for you. If you need anything, reach out. I hope you enjoy the book. Here's another picture of it, just so you know what's going on. Here it is. And I'm really proud of it. It's my second book. And I'd love to have you uh, read it and give me your feedback. Judy Heft, judithheft.com, financial and lifestyle concierge, celebrating 26 years in business. And over the years, I've learned so much 
And what I've been trying to do is impart a little bit of this knowledge to you so I can help all of you become as financially organized as I am. And we're back with Arlene. Thank you, Arlene. So I just wanted to ask you, so, you know, you had you talked about LinkedIn, and that's really, of course, the most important one uh, social media site for careers and for professionals. But what do you tell your younger people that are maybe just getting out of college or they're in, in their 20s looking to change up? How do you um, advise them on their other social media platforms? You know, they're all over Instagram. Facebook, maybe not as much Facebook anymore. That's more the older people, I think. But, you know, TikTok, what did, what suggestions do you give them? It's very important what your image is on social media. So you want to, you want to keep away from making controversial statements um, on social media. Uh, there have been people who have been terminated from jobs because their statements of hate were, were really visible. You really, for me, it's all about LinkedIn. And you really need to be careful about what else is out there. And you should Google yourself just to see what else is out there. Mm. So LinkedIn is something, it's like uh, Facebook with, with, with a tie. And you're right, Facebook is something that the uh, younger people are not necessarily gravitating to as much as, as they used to. But it really, LinkedIn is where you get to control what's out there. And so it's important to have a picture. You are 14 times more likely to be connected with if you have that, that picture. And you want to get your connections up there and with people that you know so that when a job opens, you see a job posting, you can go to your LinkedIn and see who from your LinkedIn connections, who has in the past or who is currently working for that company. And then there's a whole strategy to reaching out to that individual. Oh, that's great. That's really helpful. I love that. One of the things that's important, uh, and you'll see it on the resume, and then you'll also see it on LinkedIn, is to show that um, you either are currently working or currently doing volunteer work or doing something so that they're not large gaps. So here's, here's a story about uh, one of my clients, Emily, who came to me and she had nothing on her resume for a year. Her job uh, in California was sent overseas, the position that, that she once held. And here she was now in New York. And I asked her, I said, well, what have you been doing for the last year? And she said, well, I've just been helping out friends. I haven't been paid for it, but I've just been doing different marketing projects. Well, once we started talking, she realized how many marketing projects she had done. And so we were able to put down that she was a marketing consultant. And it really started from when she left California and came to New York. So she'd been doing it all along. And having that there and then coaching her on on the interviews and really how to uh, get the most out of the networking. Long story short, we worked together for three months and she got four job offers in one week. And That's this is someone, thank you. This is someone who had not even gotten an interview that entire year previously. So it really all, you know, it's just so important putting your best foot forward. And I think that, 
Yes, I've heard other people say that too, when they haven't worked for a year or two, or maybe they took time off to raise a child. And I said, they didn't really do anything, but they've been doing a lot of great volunteer work, helping Absolutely. out the schools or the community. And, you know, we don't think of that. I think most people probably poo-poo that and they think, well, I didn't have a real job, but that's hard work too. So it's great that they have someone like you to advise them on what to put on there and how to word it properly and how to present themselves. So this is really helpful. So Arlene, how, oh, go ahead. Did you want to say one more thing? Very often when, uh, when people are going through a divorce, it is the woman who has taken off either a few years or a lot of time to raise the family. Mm-hmm. And now finding that um, she needs to go back to work and wants to do something that's going to be enjoyable and also financially rewarding. So can I tell you a story about uh, one of my other clients? Sure, please. Okay. So Sarah had no idea really what she wanted to do. She was out of the workforce five or six years. She had two small children and she was an analyst on Wall Street, which meant that she had extraordinarily long hours. And now with a young family, that's not what she wanted to do. She wanted to be around for them. So in that first session, I asked her lots of questions. And she realized that she was most passionate about diversity, equity, and inclusion. And so I looked at what she had done on on her resume, and, and she really hadn't done very much in that area. She had helped out a little bit with uh, some recruiting at Howard University, but that was about it. So we really needed to, now that she knew what she was passionate about, we needed her to have credentials. So we did some research and discovered that Cornell had an excellent certification program on diversity, equity, and inclusion. So she got certified there. Then she went on to take more classes at Columbia. And then I told her also she needs more credibility and to join various organizations and get involved on committees Mm. in terms of diversity and, and inclusion. So she she did that, and she got on their um, their executive board, and I introduced her to um, a woman who uh, headed up women's financial the women's financial association, and again she got on committees there. She did non for profit work, and she was able to open her own consulting firm for diversity, equity, and inclusion, which was great when the kids were still young because it gave her that flexibility. Now she's transitioned to being the director of data analytics and in in a hospital and working on diversity, equity, and inclusion and advising their board of directors. So here's someone who didn't know what she wanted when we first started talking and she developed such a wonderful career. I'm so proud of her. Oh, that's great. She's so lucky to have someone like you in her corner. That's a wonderful story. So congratulations to both of you. That's real Thank kudos. You. So that's great. So yeah, Arlene, this was really a great conversation. And just like, I would like you to tell our listeners how they can find you, where they can find you. And also, I guess before that, like, how do you work with people? If someone comes to you, you know, what's your process? Do you give a consultation? How does that all work? So the first time somebody reaches out to me, I will schedule um, a 20 or 30 minute um, consultation so that I can understand how I can help. You know, where is it that they need the help? Most people will work with me for, um, for 10 hours so that we can go through 
everything from career exploration to uh, resumes, LinkedIn, personal branding, networking, interview prep, so important to create those success stories for for interviews and salary negotiations. So once someone contacts me, we set up that initial free consultation. And then if they're comfortable with me and I believe I can help them, then we go ahead and uh, and they engage me. And the best way to reach me would be uh, through my email, which is a newman, N-E-W-M-A-N, at careerbound, B-O-U-N-D, success.com. That's great, Arlene. And I guess they can find you on LinkedIn, too. I would assume you're on LinkedIn. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, definitely. definitely I can't forget that. <laughs> this was great. Thank you so much for being my guest. I, I really hope our listeners learned a lot from you. I know I did. It's really helpful to have someone like you helping these people. You know, I think I love that you told the story that these women were at a crossroads and they didn't really know what they wanted to do. They thought they didn't have the skills and you helped them. You really dug it out of them by asking all these, you know, leading questions. So that's great. They're great to have you on their side. So thank you, Arlene. Thank you for being my guest. And I look forward to seeing you again soon. Thank you, Judy. This was really a wonderful experience. I very much enjoyed speaking with you. Thank you. You've been listening to Mastering Your Financial Life, hosted by Judy Heft. Thank you for your positive reviews, comments, and sharing this show with others. You can read chapters of Judy's books and catch prior episodes of Mastering Your Financial Life at www.judytheft.com. 